Hello, hello, hello. I am Bailey, and I am your wildly well mentor, and this is my podcast where together we learn how to find empowerment, love, and light within life's traumas. We begin to fill up our self-healing toolbox, and we realize just how safe we are to transform and grow. So join me for today's episode as we take one step closer to being as wildly well as we can be. So it has been a week. Um, There has been so much that has come up for me in the past like little bit and I actually struggled with knowing what to release uh, for this episode. Um, There's just so many things to talk about and on top of that I am going to apologize because your girl has a cold um, so please bear with me on this. So on Tuesday I attended a live masterclass hosted by my mentor and one of the most absolutely beautiful and amazing souls I have ever had the pleasure of connecting with and meeting uh, Lindsay May Anderson. She is a soul and success coach. She is my Reiki mentor and she is just uh, amazing. Everything that I ever do that she like puts out there, whether it's a mentorship program, Reiki training, live uh, training classes, whatever it is, she always leads me to this next level. And she does so in a way that is just so safely grounded and and just beautiful and really allows you to move forward feeling a little bit more secure. So this masterclass that I just took with her was uh, titled, You Are Not Perfect. (laughs) The instant I saw that she was running this masterclass, it called to my soul. I knew, I knew, I knew I had to be in there and I almost felt like this wave of relief. Not because I was like, oh my God, I don't have to be perfect. It was more like an, oh, this is where we're going next kind of relief. And boy, (laughs) let me tell you, did we go there? Since that training, we have, I have been going deeper into my healing and it's been absolutely (laughs) uncomfortable and awful while all at the same time being the best thing that's ever happened, which is how it usually is. But during the training, like during that night, I honestly sat there questioning why I was there. Like almost everything she said, I had a really hard time picturing myself through those lenses, through the lens of the perfectionist, through the lens of the creator archetype. And I I still took it all in. I was called to take notes and I really paid attention, but I just didn't feel like it was for me. But then the next day I woke up and I was like, wait, what the fuck? This was all about me. I, am I really... Am I caught in the perfectionist shadow? Maybe I do relate to the creator archetype. Now I was fucking bloody confused. (laughs) And so began this whole new level of my healing journey that I am in right now, which is a lot of ego work, a whole lot of inner child healing as I try to bring light back to the 
perfectionist shadow and also unlock the dreamer inside of me who I locked away some years ago. And eventually this will also lead into more shadow work and whatnot in the past past coming weeks or however long it's going to take for me to heal these parts of me. But that's the thing, isn't it? And I know we've all heard it so many times, but it's never really over. It's not linear. You know, you'll never be healed. And honestly, before this training, I was feeling fucking amazing. I felt so aligned, so great and everything. But, you know, healing is a cycle. (laughs) It's never over. You begin to feel like lost and unhappy or stuck which then leads you to eventually get sick of the cycle repeating in a feeling unhappy, lost, and stuck, which then leads you to seeking out change, which then leads you to doing the inner work, which is where you find alignment and deeper connection to yourself and the universe. And you feel good for a bit, but then something comes up and the next thing you know, the universe is calling you to do it all over again. This whole idea of healing never ending can scare a lot of people away from doing the work, from letting go of their patterns that they are repeating and from growing. It's a job that is never truly done and it's a job that is uncomfortable as fuck and it can be quite isolating at times and even triggering, but it is honestly always worth it, at least so far in my experience it has been. Sometimes it seems easier to just turn the other way when our soul is calling to us to change. You know, our egos make us believe that if we do so, we will be entering the danger zone and it will be filled with pain and suffering. And honestly, like I can't really even deny that. Inner work means that we are going inward, taking responsibility for who the fuck we are in a very raw honest and vulnerable way there is no sugarcoating and no hand-holding at all all it is at first is just us holding up a spark to all the things we've pushed down and would rather forget all of those gross feelings the cringe the old pain and memories and a lot of self-judgment and even self-hatred and it is so common to just want to put the blame on everyone else anyone else and just walk away to say no claim it has nothing to do with us and just be done but in order for us to stop feeling anxious to stop being irritable to stop feeling insecure to stop feeling unhappy and to stop being wounded we also have to stop being defensive and disconnected and we just have to be brave brave enough to face ourselves all of ourselves and honestly the instant that you make that decision to start facing yourself to be brave to go inwards that is the instant that you will start to heal you know inner work is not about getting stuck in the past and in our shadows no it's it's about that spark you showed up with and allowing it to grow brighter and brighter as you acknowledge these shadows this light of compassion love and awareness and letting it light up all parts of you all parts of your conscience and your subconscious you are honestly taking full responsibility of yourself 
by acknowledging what you have emerged out of without taking what has happened to you in your life so personally, by seeing everything that has happened to you as being exactly what your soul signed up for, and by acknowledging the strengths and your new capabilities that your particular circumstances have gifted you with and reclaiming all of these lost parts of you. So the big question is now, I guess, how the hell do we do it? How do you do inner work? And I'm going to lay out three of my top ways that I personally engage in inner work. Number one, the best place to start is with self-love. And I cannot like emphasize this enough. Self-love is where you start. Because so much of inner work consists of us needing to come from a place of non-judgment, non-attachment. You need to be and have a good relationship with yourself. You have to be able to give yourself the grace you need when you do begin to travel further into your dark shadows where more discomfort sits, where actually things like disgust can sit. I personally love doing mirror work when I first embark on another level of my healing and I start doing inner work. Um, I will talk to the inner part of me that is being called to be healed, you know, showering her with love, forgiveness, compassion, and understanding. And I'll repeat necessary affirmations out loud while I look into my eyes, while I'm looking at her. And it's, it's beautiful. It can be very, very moving experience. And I love doing that. Number two, the next step would be to take on inner child healing. This is where we begin to examine our conditioning. This step can be pretty painful, especially if you have a difficult childhood. But when we take the time to reconnect with the parts of our inner child and heal and reconnect with the parts of her that we lost because of conditioning, we really begin to start forming that connection again with our soul that we are being called to heal. You know, we begin to reconnect with our joy and our creativity, our spontaneity, our glee. You know, you begin to feel more free-spirited and we really begin to connect more with our love. My favorite way uh, to take on inner childhood healing is through meditation. But, <laughs> and I'm going to put it out here, I also fucking love Reiki for this. Um... Our inner child is so connected to our solar plexus chakra. So when I do inner childhood healing, I also will do a lot of um, solar plexus meditations as well as my Reiki healing sessions. So when we, when I receive a session, um, it can really help me to release some of the inner childhood wounds and conditioning or maybe it just brings even to the surface what it is that I need to do to further this healing but Reiki sessions can be so helpful in in helping to gain clarity and awareness surrounding our healing and how to deepen that and because our inner child is so connected to our solar plexus it can really help in this area of healing but it's important to remember that we don't allow ourselves to get caught up in the pain from our inner child wounds 
You know, we just are witnessing and releasing. Number three, and probably the one that is going to come as absolutely no surprise, is that you do shadow work. Um, and this is probably the deepest level of inner work you can get to. And it's also probably the most difficult and the most frightening to people. You know, it involves traveling to your absolute darkest depths of your being and coming face to face with your inner demons, the parts of you who are unacceptable, ugly, or nasty, and all parts of you that make you cringe. And it's actually really common um, for people to feel worse instead of like they're getting better. Um, You just want to try to not get caught up in that. And it's also why self-love is so important. It is what will allow you to make it through this dark part and lighting up all your dark parts with love and healing is because you're going to have that relationship with yourself first that will allow you to remain, uh, you know, or um, stay self-compassionate, have self-esteem, know your self-worth, even though you're navigating through so much ick. Again, though, with shadow work especially, we have to remember that it is all about questioning and exploring these parts of us. It is not about reliving them and getting stuck in them. We are simply allowing these thoughts, feelings, and sometimes even triggers to help us move and determine what needs to be healed and how we can do it. So because of this, um, It's a lot of work on identifying. My favorite way to do shadow work is with journaling, using prompts, trackers, because I work a lot with my triggers, um, and even charts to like categorize things that that I do end up identifying. Ultimately, all three forms of inner work will melt and morph naturally into each other. You know, inner child work involves a certain level of shadow work, and shadow work is, you know, you could say it's a form of inner childhood healing. And self-love is involved in all the forms. You need to have a good foundation of self-love first. Please do not embark on any of this without working on self-love first. (laughs) And I hope though, however, that these distinctions do make it a bit more clear for those who do want to get started. And honestly, even though it is filled with discomfort, I highly recommend you do start some inner work because With it, you ultimately can turn your pain into power, dissolve shame into storytelling, turn your anger into focused and protective energy, soften your sadness into surrender and flow, and melt conflicts into connection and judgments into compassion. You know, with inner work, that is where you can find wholeness and freedom and discover deeper love and compassion for yourself and others. And ultimately, Make peace with yourself and all of those around you. Listen, we're going to wrap this up. I'm getting emotional just even talking about inner work because it is so dear to my soul. Um, And I just want to say that in February, I will be really amping up in my free community, which I've mentioned on here before. And I will put the link again in the uh, show notes. But in there, we will be really having a focus in February on inner work, especially on the self-love aspect. So getting started on it with self-love, which I think just fits into February so beautifully. 
Um, and so if you are looking to get started on inner work and you really want to do so from a very safely grounded and supportive environment and place, please ask to join the group, get yourself in there. We would love to have you. Thank you so much for pressing play today and hanging out with me. You can find the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and be sure to leave a review if you feel called to it because it really does help a girl out. Stay wild and well, you beautiful souls. Until next time.